Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and just want to say thank you for joining us in as we are uh, finishing up, not this week, but into next week, uh, the Gospel of Mark, and then hopping into the book of Romans. Uh, we begin this week with a, a brand new guest to the podcast. We have Noel Anderson from our Southwest campus joining us. So thank you, Noel, for joining us here on these next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, looking yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, so before we hop into the text, if you if you don't know, though, you can find the reading plan in the show notes below. Just scroll down, click that link. Uh, you'll see the graphic there. Uh, you can either screenshot, print off, whatever you would like to do to engage in God's Word, because we don't want this to be a replacement for your Bible reading, but a complement to as we journey through the New Testament here in 2023. So before we hop, hop into Mark 10, though, Noel, uh, what's one thing that a person should know about you if they've never you know, never known you, never heard about you before. What's one thing they should know about you? Well, this is always such a hard question because um, people are so complex. But that um, is true. <laughs> but one thing uh, to know about me is that I'm, I'm extremely empathetic. So, in a room full of people, I will often feel like their emotions and things, mm-hmm. but can, which can be kind of tricky sometimes. Um, but it also really is one of the reasons why I enjoy working with people. Um, particularly people who are non-speaking um, or have limited communication abilities verbally mm-hmm. uh, because I really am passionate about understanding what they're trying to communicate and then empowering them to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and share a little bit. Of, I wouldn't even go in this, but share a little <laughs> bit about what you do for them because I think yeah. when you look at how God's wired you, yeah. and gifts and t- like, it's beautiful to watch that kind of happen. So I do music therapy. So um, a lot of times the, the folks that I work with, they um, might not communicate verbally. And so I help them to express their emotions and their thoughts and their ideas and their their being through music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a, a person that goes to North Campus that she came up to me and she said that, uh, that her child, like this was probably two months ago for the first time, came to you all. And it was like how how beautiful it was to watch how y'all do what you do and how impactful it's been on their family uh, as well through it. So so pretty cool to see that. Well, cool. As we hop in here to Mark chapter ten, uh, as you read this te- read this chapter, what were the uh, what was the verse that you highlight as we kind of walk through the here reading method? Highlight, explain, apply, and respond. What was the verse that you highlighted? So with with such a long passage, it was hard to highlight <laughs> only one verse. So I highlighted several. Um, Mark ten forty three to forty five, and so Jesus was talking about how um, the Gentile rulers the Romans at that time, had made a big deal about their authority and their importance over people. So Jesus said, but it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yeah, super powerful text here, and mm-hmm. you even alluded to a little bit of the context of what's going on here yeah. in the explained part, but could you explain a little bit of what's mm-hmm. going on in this text? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I guess fo- focusing even further out, um, the whole book of Mark it largely has a theme of Jesus as a servant. Mm-hmm. And so this really sums up like the theme of the book. 
before Jesus presents this idea, James and John had asked to sit on the right and left um, sides of, of Jesus. And they still thought that Jesus was going to set up his earthly kingdom. So they were asking, like, yeah, can we be rulers with you, basically? And they weren't really understanding even what he had just told them, that he would be condemned to die. Uh, they were they were still seeking status, it seemed. And even though Jesus had recently told them how hard it would be for uh, for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven because they rely on, on status and wealth, they were still seeking earthly status. So Jesus re- responded by saying, you don't know what you're asking. They were thinking of the earthly kingdom, and Jesus was thinking of heavenly. Mm-hmm. So he asked... Um, can you drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism with which I'm baptized? So that's verse 38. And they responded, yes. And Jesus <laughs> like, mm, okay. So then, then you'll drink the cup yeah. and be baptized. And they didn't even realize that they were actually asking for suffering and death. Mm. And Jesus was, um, James, rather, he was the first apostle to be martyred. Mm. So Jesus explains that to be great, in the kingdom of heaven, you have to be humble. Yeah, I think you just put that in such a beautiful and eloquent way of like that James, the one who's mm-hmm. asking this, was the first to receive it. And many of Jesus' teaching, like I remember me growing up in the church, it was like you receive uh, Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. and like life is good from then on. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not Jesus' teachings. It's like, yeah. no. Persecution is going to come. Hardship is going to come. Suffering and endurance is going to come. Uh, one of the questions that popped up in my mind as you were like kind of walking us through that a little bit, uh, it seems interesting to me, like when we look at humanity, uh, the the Jews are being like repulsed by the Gentiles, the mm-hmm. Romans governing system. Yeah. And yet at the same time, like it, it's like that's actually what they're esteeming after. It's like mm-hmm. we hate you, but actually if we were in your shoes, we, we would be. Yeah. yeah. We want to be the rulers. Yes. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. have you ever like seen a, uh, something maybe in your personal life where it's like, I know this is wrong, but my heart's kind of inclined to like gravitate mm-hmm. towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a little bit of the of the R, the uh, respond, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's so easy to define success by the world's standards and like, oh, well, people know me or I make a certain amount of money or, you know, whatever. Even it could be a, you know, as far as like with my business, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, like my business is successful. And that could be, that can become your defining Mm -hmm. worth and your defining characteristic. Well, at any moment, those things can change. Mm -hmm. And if you put your identity and your value in those things, earthly things, things can crumble real quick. Mm. And that you just, you have to find your identity in Christ. Mm. Like that's bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Uh, all right. So walk through a little bit of the explain here. Uh, how do you, what are some principles of application you think this text yeah. has for followers of Jesus? Well, Jesus gives us the perfect example in Mark of how we're supposed to live our lives. Um, through the Old Testament, we see pride as the downfall for so many people. I mean, mm. it's like, it's basically the theme of the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Basically. Um, you know, and we can't truly wholeheartedly um, follow God if we're prideful and we try to follow our own ways. And that's, I mean, even talking like as a believer, 
we can still try to follow our own ways, see our own solutions when issues come up. And I think that's um, so quickly we let the flesh like try to solve the problems that come in our lives. Like you're saying, there's going to be problems. Mm. There's, it's going to happen. But are we seeking earthly wisdom? Are we seeking heavenly wisdom? And um, that um, when we seek the er- earthly wisdom, that ultimately, ultimately means that we think we know what's best mm. over God. And the disciples were taught directly from Jesus, and yet they were prideful. Um, they didn't understand how to follow Jesus with their whole heart until they received the Holy Spirit. And now we have the Holy Spirit to help guide us and teach us. I believe that uh, we need to place more emphasis on the Holy Spirit in today's church. We need to rely on him to guide us, help us be humble, uh, and not trust in our own wisdom because it's going to ultimately be our downfall and get us into situations that make it more difficult to get out out of. Whereas if we would have just first turned to God in those difficult times, um, still difficult, but we can have the Holy Spirit's peace even through those challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that uh, we're relying upon the flesh to solve our mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. And I think about Paul, I think he says, I know he says this in Galatians, I want to say he says something similar in Ephesians as well, is like uh, you're wanting to return to your the elementary principles of the mm-hmm. world into mm-hmm. the flesh and not into what the Spirit has called you to. And it's almost like um, uh, you could say there's a juxtaposition there or it's paradoxical and like, well, that makes sense for the flesh to do this, but I've sensed God called me to do the opposite, but that doesn't logically make sense. But yet God is calling us in that direction. And, you know, Jesus flips, almost, here he's flipping the leadership mm-hmm. model on its yeah, head. Like yeah. it's not the mm-hmm. top down, but it's bottom up. And that's the ways of, of, of God. Um, beautiful things. So how did the how did the Holy Spirit call you, Noel, to respond to this text? Yeah. So um, over the last few years, God has really been working on me to trust him um, in big ways and small ways. And largely, you know, what I should, had just said about relying on God's wisdom and, and seeking God first before trying to solve my own problems. Um, that That's a big piece. And wrapped up in that is um, when I get anxious or fearful, then it's, it's time to check in and ask how um, I'm being prideful or relying on my own wisdom instead of God. And he always gives me peace when when I rely on him, when I ask him for understanding and wisdom. Uh, even though sometimes the circumstances don't change, mm-hmm. There's, there's just, there's that peace that passes all understanding there. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, well, thank you for for opening us up this week, Noel. I'm looking forward sure. to uh, the rest of the days to continue here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Uh, so, thank you for joining us in here today. We look forward to having you again here tomorrow.